The car you drive every day should be fun. But it has to do the boring stuff too, like commute, be affordable, and haul your groceries. You can have both, and we'll help you find it. I'm Todd. I'm Paul. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. So this is random, but do you remember the movie, the Monty Python movie, where they're panning across the river, they're panning, they're panning, they're panning. Vaguely. And then it's John Cleese sitting at a desk in a tutu, and he says, and now for something completely different. That's where we are today. That's what we're doing. <laughs> that is exactly what this is. This is, because the other thing that most people don't know about the podcast is that you and I are never in the same room. That's true. So we're actually even looking at each other while doing the podcast, which is even stranger. We've we have never a bunch done that of people before. looking at we're us, which is even call. weirder. Yes. This is cool. Well, we're at Audubon Country Club today. We've been blabbing about this for, it feels like years now. But to it's the only point that it's months. annoying you and me and everyone else. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This is fantastic because, uh, well, I guess fantastic, but it's also presented a problem because this day has really made me want a lot more money. Oh, yes. That's, and that's clearly common, there yes. is money here mm -hmm. with some fabulous cars. By the way, we will be posting pictures to Facebook. I did walk around the paddock a little bit and take some photos of some very tasty things, but... Uh, We've been talking about this for so long, and now we're finally here, and we're finally doing this mm -hmm. podcast that we've talked about forever. Yes, trying to pull off a live podcast at a live event, which is nothing we've done before. Uh, this group that's actually wandering in here as we're doing the podcast is a lot of, everybody's got purple armbands on, most of them. This yeah. is newbies. This is all newbies yeah. in this group yeah. right this here. Yeah, this is excellent. So, well, we've got a couple that aren't. You're, you're, you're throwing up your hands in frustration <laughs> at me. I get it. All right. Nate's waving at But us my question, here. actually, for the newbies that are here, if you've had first day track day, give me biggest surprise. Anybody? Biggest surprise. Anything at all. This is going to try to be interactive. With Come on, car, guys. With a car, with the track, with, wow, I didn't know my streetcar could do oh, blank. Sure. Yeah. Oh, the the yeah. amount of, sheer right. amount of information. We had that joke on, I don't know if you've seen it, we did the, our film Pilgrimage where we're driving the ring and we get two-thirds of the way around the track and the instructor says, turn it, turn it at the cobblestones. And Paul went, what cobblestones? And the guy went, all right, you're, you're, you're no, based. Like, I get it. You're overloaded. <laughs> what cobblestones? Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hear you, because it's that amount of information. And this is a long track, too. I mean, it's almost four miles, which is a ton of corners. Somebody said to me earlier today, why on earth did you bring newbies on the full track day? Because there's too many corners. So you're having that experience, for sure. Uh, anybody else with big surprises of uh, first track day? Yeah, how when you drive your car on the, on the road, it, it's, it feels stiff. You think, oh, my car is stiff. And then you take it to a track, and oh, my God, it's so, it's so soft. <laughs> so, suddenly you realize, yeah. Suddenly you realize that comfortable car it's, that's great for a freeway, not so good for track anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. definitely not a race car once yeah. you get here. That's for sure. So yeah. Nathan, I'm putting you on the spot. Uh -oh. Biggest surprise. You're a newbie. Get, biggest surprise uh, of track day so far. My brakes are a lot better than I thought they were. That is an atypical comment. Wow. Your brakes are better than you thought they that's were. That's great, actually. And I'm not using them hard enough. I was going to say that's why they're better yeah, than you think they are because you're not using them hard enough. enough. <laughs> that's actually why. That's actually Funny. why they're not. They're, they feel like they're okay. Uh, okay, so actually, here's the crazy thing as well. People keep walking up to us and going, are you going to get in the car? We keep saying, I hope so. so <laughs> Give me the keys. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but we're actually going to try to get into cars this afternoon, uh, hopefully on track with some of you guys, and we'll show you that, yeah, we're not that great. But anyway, <laughs> um, but we're here. And uh, what's been great about Audubon Country Club, we're standing in one of the classrooms. If you're listening, you can probably hear cars going by. The unmuffled Subaru hasn't gone by yet. You'll know when that You'll happens. You'll know when that, that but, one goes uh, by, but for sure. It's been great because they've done really good class sessions. They've got a video session they're doing later for Walk You Through the Track. Oh, that's pretty good. We've already had two class sessions. They're still covering more. They're it's grinding it's it in your brain, making well, but, sure. Well, because we've already had an off this morning. Yes. I don't know if you, any, any of you saw the car. I did not, but it was actually looking out the windows from where we are right now. 
unfortunate. Things like that happen, yeah. but you know, obviously they're trying to prevent things like yeah. that. You know, think. Well, you want you to be able corners. to drive your car home. The great part exactly. about the drive your car exactly. to the track is the getting to drive it home too. That's well, the better part. Well, some of the great cars that we've seen here already. I've, I've seen a KTM. I've seen two Ariel Adams. I'm seeing the KTM go by right now. Of course, M3s, Porsches galore, three GT4s so far. <sighs> I've had to peel you off the GT4s. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is this is a problem. I waved one ahead of me, even though they weren't quite catching up. And I would go, I just want to hear you. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> and then, like, it was like, I was slowing down even more. I'm like, no, please, I need to hear this right now. <laughs> please, just, you have a GT4, please pass, yeah. pass me. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I hear that. Me. Well, but they've got GT350 out there. And has the guy put oh, yeah. the i8 on the track yet? Yes. Oh, has he? He's out there right now. He's out there now. He, We're was, he was in your group. Fantastic. BMW i8 on so the track. He just came back out. He was out there. Um, Okay, well, it's there you go. Oh, maybe should I stand by the window for all of our listeners and you can <laughs> not stand hear by the I8 go by? The cars yeah, go by? Yeah, exactly. This is pretty amazing because, yeah, all these cars, and there's such a variety. I mean, all the typical ones are here, but then, of course, I'm getting into conversations about the money pit. I mean, Nate, you're talking about 70 grand just to get in. Well, yeah, what about all the consumables and all the stuff? Mm -hmm. Chance, what does I mean, the gearbox cost? Yeah, that's, that's it. it's uh, something like $20,000 for every 100, 100 hours of racing on it. <laughs> Sure, I'll get right on that. That sounds easy. Yeah, that's all. Well, that's much like a helicopter. And thanks mm -hmm. to our friends at Sikorsky who actually yes. called us out, which was very unexpected. You, you but Brad, if you're listening, pulled out Sikorsky last last time on the I podcast, was looking. and then Sikorsky decides to tweet at us. <laughs> so apparently, somebody exactly. there is listening at Sikorsky and sending us photos of. Yeah, I work here. Do you want a chopper? Yes, I do. But I'd I think it's on a race I think car. it's Brad. And if he did, I was trying to go with Aerospatial and Aspec, but I went with Sikorsky. And look at what happened. It was great. So. <laughs> Real quick, I mean, you know, having a, a, a $150,000 race car is nice, but you can run just as fast out here with a spec Miata. Well, I've seen the Miatas with the Absolutely. big wing chasing down everybody else you're on the talking, track. You're talking yeah. 10 grand and you can race out here and there, and you know, it's cheap to race all year round. And believe me, that's how most of us started by, by racing spec Miatas out here. Sure. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Tell me your name. Brad, I'm one of the, I'm a member here and I'm one of the Oh, fantastic. So in well, case you yeah. don't know, Audubon Country Club is like, you may have heard of Monticello, you may have heard of Thermal out in uh, Palm Springs, Palm Desert area. Yep, yep. It is, please, dear God, don't join a golf club. Please join a driving club. That's what we're dealing with here. For all so there's a golf, big line of cars of. out there, and uh, there's a CTSV and ATSV. They've got an M2 here. They've got an I-8 sitting out there. So if you're a member, you get track day. I mean, we're, here we are at yeah. a closed-down track day with like 100 people from Laps Incorporated. So thanks to Sean again. But there's even members that have shown up that are not part of that day that are just here. Yeah, absolutely. Pulled in, grabbed keys, they're on the track. And as you said, thanks to these guys, they have run a heck of a show here. And you're touching on the two different classroom sessions. Mm -hmm. But man, what a great thing. We're just sitting in the back noticing. We've never driven the track here. We've not been here. But it's important to be in on these sessions and just noticing the professionalism with, it, with everything that's been done. So yes, thanks to Audubon and LAPS. Has everybody in here done a lap with an instructor already? Hopefully so. Okay, so, so yes, everybody has. Has it, has it proved as vital as I suspect it was? I mean, good. Yeah, good. Well, that's, that's the whole thing. Yeah, you want to have that instructor lap. So no. you're touching on a point that we've made before on different podcasts, and that is when you're, uh, say, on a track like the ring that we're going to, quick plug for pilgrimage well in done, sir. Uh, late September. Yes, we're going uh, about three or four weeks from now. Yikes. Yes. Uh, I don't know who planned all of this. I yeah. think I'm pointing at myself yeah, right I'm now not to sure. put them together about four weeks apart. That was very poor <laughs> that was, planning. That was, yes. that was good. But uh, we've talked about, uh, Brad, maybe you can touch on this, and that is about insurance because people have come to us and say, well, this is the car I need to drive home in. You can bring whatever kind of car, but should I get insurance? 
And the point that we've touched on is the best insurance that you can start with is get an instructor riding with you and teach you the track to begin with. That's true. Start getting used to the track and it's all about speeds and getting used to it. Well, it's one thing to know the corner that we're talking about up here. It's another thing to know your entry and exit speeds exactly. through track in, track out. And, and actually weight transfer is a big deal and they, they spent quite a bit of time talking about that. Weight transfer is huge because if you think about what end of the car you want to use, if you put the weight on that end of the car, and, you know, it's right. all about being smooth. And, the smoother you are, the faster you go. Too many people want to, they're on a racetrack and they want to go as fast as they can, but right. there's certain spots on the track you can go fast, there's other spots you can't. Right. And the trick is knowing the difference there and doing that. So that's part of the issue is like getting to know it and all that stuff. But insurance-wise, uh, are you talking about actual car insurance? or Actual car insurance, because that's the point we're making. Because suddenly track time seems unobtainable at well, that point. I mean, besides the entry fee, now we're talking, you know, all these consumables, track insurance, all this extra stuff, and it seems prohibitive for people to just come and enjoy themselves. Well, when we first started, uh, obviously everybody had their own personal cars they were using, right? right. And then they realized right. that they have to drive those cars home at night, yeah. and so everybody started buying. That's why Spec Miata's got to be such a big thing. It's you mm. can buy a purpose-built kind of race car and have fun out here and, and kind of beat it up and not mess with your personal car going home. But there's been wrecks out here. Some guys have said that the insurance covered them. Other guys, you know, if you tell your insurance company, well, I was on a racetrack. Chances there's are the end of that. Yeah. So you can always go out on Interstate 80 and push Never. it in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we have strategy. I see. No, no, it wasn't at the track. I That's swear. why you have deer signs here. Because exactly. a deer ran out. I saw the sign. Right, right, of course. So people keep uh, keep walking up to us and going, I had a guy earlier, uh, Joel was talking to me and asking, when are we going to do one of these Laguna Seca? And my oh. question would be, if you're on the West Coast and you know a group like Laps Incorporated, we are uh, shopping for the next ones of these. A lot of people on the West Coast have requested this. We're and shopping we for track one. days? We are. We're shopping All for right. track days. All right. Yeah, like most, people, most people get shirts. We're just shopping for track days. It's going to be great. Do you own a but, track? Can we? Yeah, exactly. But, but, but the other thing is we right. talked with Chance about this because, of course, we're based in Utah. We, we've got... Uh, what used to be Miller Motorsports Park. Yep, yep. And is now Utah Motorsports Campus, and someday we'll have a name that makes sense and actually draws people to the great track. We should do one there as well. I'm not sure, and actually let us know, because the difficult thing with these track days is we can't bring a big fleet of cars for people to hop in. So right, you'd be coming right. to town to do that. And I don't know, as awesome as the track is in Salt Lake, I don't know how many people would actually come, but we'd love to do it, because it's a track we could definitely set up. And it's yeah. an amazing facility, too. It really is. I mean, this is amazing as well. But yeah. we're, we're open to ideas. I'd say if you do have a, some ideas for us on the West Coast, you're listening. Yeah, we're, we're open to all kinds of stuff. And again, thanks to LAPS for putting us, you know, with all of you guys. And it's been a lot of fun to, to connect. I mean, we connected with uh, Paul, the free M3. Uh, yes, he we've was, heard that uh, podcast. I Paul forget which episode number that was. Did you bring said th uh, free M3 here today? We have to at least okay. go look at it and just... Well, well I was going to say, if it's free, let's just go hoon it. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> free car! We should do... We, we asked, of, as always, we asked for Facebook questions. We've got a good yeah, group. I want to cover those. However, before we do that, we have people in the room with us. Yeah, we do. We can do live Facebook questions. Sans Facebook. Without Facebook. So yeah. you're saying we Which don't is actually need Facebook better. anymore to get live questions. Not at the moment. So I'm actually curious if anybody has a question that we can All cover. Right, so of course we're absurd. keeping it car related. I mean, you could think of any question I'm And sure, we will fully acknowledge that we may go, no, I'm not answering we that. We might duck it? some questions, but uh, car related or, you know, what do you think? What questions do you have for us? It's the same kind of thing that we post on Facebook. What are your thoughts, comments, suggestions? If you could have what do you one have? car that's at this event right now, what one would it be? 
Yeah. I think it's here, but I don't own it. I'm actually really lusting after. One of the instructors here has got a red Exige that's really well set up, but I keep looking at that car going, you're hurting me. I mean, the, the GT4 is cool. There's a guy here with a Mercedes GTS. Oh, I've been on one of those in a track, and that's baller. I love that car, actually. Mm. But that mm. Exige is just doing it for me. That's a good one. 96-inch wide Exige photo on the wall. Yes, well, you know, only yeah. people in this room can... Hi. Yeah, yeah, you know. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll post that photo later. Yeah. Uh -huh. The power we'll of suggestion. Exactly. No, I think for me, Joe, is uh, a, actually a guy I met. I don't see him in the room. His name is Matt. And he owns the Caterham 7 620R that's sitting out there. Mm. He and I just got into a very friendly conversation about how fast this thing is. <laughs> friendly enough to mount cameras? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> yeah, possibly. So I said, Matt, I'm calling you out. And if you're listening, yes, I'm, uh, I'm calling you out because he owns this car. He got it for track days. And Avon, he's, he's not super stoked on these Avon tires. I don't know if anybody else has run Avons, but they're made for this car. <laughs> but they're only $125 a piece. So they're like, a bag of potato chips. You can just you sure know, they keep, are. It's exactly how the budget goes. And, yeah. and track your caterums. Yeah. So uh, he's also just traded in his G55 for an AMG E63 wagon, which he said I'd actually like to bring that to the track. And I yeah. said I'll bet you'll be faster than most of the people here. Do you see the Jeep Grand Cherokee that's out there? I did, which has kind of floored me. Yeah. I know they can, you know, yeah. they can do it. Well, but we, so can a delivery truck. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, we've been, we've been around tracks for the, for the sighting lap in the big 15-passenger van. It can do it. <laughs> it can it's just, do I'm it. I'm impressed that somebody brought that. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that Caterham. Like I said, I think it's here. But that's aside from the Porsche GT4s that well, this is, litter the this parking is your, lot. This is your selection after we go through every Porsche in the parking well, lot. Well, correct. I mean, that was that hopefully notwithstanding. You know, yeah. Hopefully that's a, you know, a foregone conclusion. All right, what, what other questions? So would you prefer, like, an open-wheel car or closed? I want, to, I want to try an open-wheel car, and as a matter of fact, I'm seeing Hoosiers on a lot of people's cars, and that's a tire that we have not tried yet, to be honest. Most of the track days that we've I'm not done following you. How did you jump from open-wheel to Hoosier? Because, generally speaking, slicks go with open-wheel cars. Okay. Generally right. speaking. I, just, I, I didn't see the leap. I was trying that's to follow okay. the open-wheel car Well, thing. I'm thinking, you know, I'm center, and I'm looking at my tires, and that's what you see in an open-wheel car. So yeah. that kind of makes me put okay. the two together. So I think, yeah, I'd, I'd love to try open-wheel, but that automatically means some aerodynamics, that means slicks, that means a, a whole different, different experience. Day. Yeah, it's a very different driving day. Yeah, hmm. yeah. We have a question from you, Sean? I do. Sean from Laps Incorporated has walked into the room. This is a very much a live podcast. Tell, tell us, sir, what's going on? Just checking in to see how things are going and see if you had a place to do the podcast. We're, we're standing around talking, so that's going well. <laughs> we sure that's appreciate going it. Well. <laughs> it's going very well, actually, yes. Well, Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're, we're having a great time. Great. Thank you, sir. Yep, you heard Sean on uh, one of our prior podcasts. We had him on uh, just you know, telling you what this day is going to be like. Finally, we're here. This is, this is blowing my mind, and just the cars that have showed up. I'm, like I said, I will post some of these stuff, these pictures on, uh, on Facebook for you to all see what's, what's going on here. But, well, it's uh, the whole people pulling cars out of trailers, and you're going, oh, that's well, a good yeah, day. you know when a trailer rolls in, yeah. like, what a great idea. I yeah. love to do that, too. So clearly, we need to have the everyday driver budget so we can have the fleet and, you know, put people in cars here. And hey, I would say if we had the everyday driver fleet, we'd take those to track days and have people come in. Yes, but, we you know, would. It's, it's only money. It's, it's easy. It's no only deal. money, right? What else do we have question-wise? Yes, sir. If you find yourselves living out here in the Midwest, how would that change your own garages? What would you own differently out of your own garage? 
Nothing. I have the Jeep to pull my Cayman to the track. <laughs> Nothing. Paul's garage change is not at all. I know. Well, yeah. I know. Yeah, we're, we're all hurting for you. Yeah, we really yeah, are. I know. Uh, yeah, that, Sorry, was that's that out loud? I can't control my inner monologue sometimes. Yeah, the filter's clearly not working. This is why we don't live stream the podcast. This is why we darn it. We never yeah. thought of this. Yeah. No, I, I probably would end up getting a, a full-on weather beater which I don't have right now. I mean, I've got the yeah, FRS true. that I love, and I've driven them all winter, and it's been great. Well, the and FRS we will the... be the winter beater because you'll have the Exige, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But then, of course, my wife and I, we have a Cayman. and I mean, a Cayenne. You have the Cayman. Have the Cayenne. Cayenne. And we like it, and it's actually a great all-around car. I drive that all the time. But I'd get a full-on winter beater and have the sports car that I would probably bring here. So... Yeah. You'd be surprised how well that Cayenne does on the track. Oh, I, that's the thing. Oh, the way I'm I sure. discovered the Cayenne was we went to a Porsche track day, and they pulled out all the Cayennes, and I went, what are we doing here? And then proceeded to hammer myself around a track in a GTS going, this is supersonic in a high chair. It's just, it's nuts. It's great. <laughs> Did you see the Cayenne GTS pulling the trailer out here? I mean, I I, let me guess, he had a Porsche in the trailer? I don't know. I didn't yeah. check. Mm -hmm. I mean, right, sure. he's not backing a Mustang out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's honest. That's fair. <laughs> like, roll up that's that Cayenne. Fair. What else do we have? Thoughts on driving gloves? Mm, I've seen a few pairs sitting up there. Uh, personally, never tried it yet, but uh, that's what the Alcantara's for to wipe it off on the. <laughs> right? Okay, so Ben, you've had driving yeah. gloves on, yeah? Soak up the sweat, keep it consistent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you actually see okay. some guys coming to track days like this that are, that are just wearing t shirt, you know, everything we're wearing, and then it's happening on driving gloves and the helmet, and then it's just about that sweat. I, Never done it. Could be. Cure. Could be. I suppose. So. And we're, we've got long stints out here on the track, so yeah, you can speak minutes. to that too as well. The, I mean, I'm the sure thing I continue to be shocked it. by, and this is not Autobahn, this is just North America. You and I were joking about this earlier. Okay. I don't understand the North American thing. We've driven on lots of tracks. Okay. All North American tracks are windows down. Oh yes, I'm glad you brought up this point. And I, I, I understand. I've heard the through line. I understand if you roll the car over, we got to get you out. We got to pull you out. It's got to have no windows. Race cars have no windows. I get it. But then you and I were joking about the fact you're at the ring. It's like, yeah, you got a van again with all the windows up and six kids. Let's go. You know, I mean, it's the, the in difference Europe, you can roll in the perspective. Windows up and be naked because here you got to wear a long sleeve shirt, and you know. But over there, you can do whatever you want. Exactly. Well, maybe Europe doesn't have the suing culture that that you have, well, you have hit point. on it, Nate. I mean, that's, that's the big point. thing. The, I'm sure the waiver is far shorter as a result. And then there is actually when they close the ring every night. We used to laugh about this when we were there. They close the ring every night. The end of the last session is like the it's the safety oh, car right. goes by. Right. And then seconds after the safety car, is the full on bus like the luxury coach. You can buy a ride around the ring in the luxury coach. And the same guy drives it every night, this big golden blue, bigger than a Greyhound thing. And he does last lap of the day. Like, sun's going down, it's beautiful. And it's the full on luxury Great coach. For scenery. Around the ring. <laughs> Seriously, something. Yeah, just, but, but you get the impression the guy's done it before because he's on, he's on line. I mean, he's perfect. It's just a house coming down the <laughs> ring, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Frightening. Frightening. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anything else? Well, I don't know how they, uh, well, go ahead, yeah. yeah this, is, this is my first day here, and I'm having fun, but I'm seeing what it's doing to my car. So is it a good idea to have a separate car for track, or is it? Money's no object, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The problem is. Yeah. Sure, and it depends on how you're driving. Of course, the guys in the green group are probably going after times, and they're shaving down times, and they probably got a budget dedicated towards that. But the less expensive cars will use, ideally, less expensive parts, Smaller tires, smaller brakes. It's a lighter car. It won't be as heavy. Some of the big boys out here are, yeah, they're going through, Hammering through it, yeah. everything, rotors and pads yeah. and tires and all that kind of stuff. So 
if, if you're not chasing lap time, but you're just out here to have fun, you're not going to use up those consumables What's, quite as often. It's one of the reasons the Miatas are so popular. I have a Miata for sale, by the way. <laughs> Brad has a Miata. But it's saying? one of the reasons they're so popular. And it's one of the reasons that people step up from Miatas into That's Lotuses, right. is because the weight's low enough that your consumables are less. So you, you have a guy out here in a big old M3, Welcome to tires and brakes. I mean, it's just going to happen. Okay? Sure, sure. So that's the difference: is as you change weight, as you change the, all the, the tolerances of the car. And I know lots of guys that race leases, and they don't spend nearly as much as the guy next to him in the 911. Not just because it's a 911, because of the weight difference, you know. But that's why the Miatas, and now we're doing Spec Z, the 350s, because those are cheap. The change in your pocket, probably. yeah. So, and I will say, everybody has their hole down which to pour money. Yes. Ours just happens to be this. Yes. Some people it's sailing, which from what I understand is like standing in a cold shower, ripping up thousand dollar bills. Yeah. But here we're just tracking cars. Yeah. We're just ripping up hundreds here. Just yeah, hundreds. It's just, it's just hundreds. So, and it's slightly warmer. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, at exactly. least you don't own a boat, and it's you know four hundred dollars worth of gasoline every time you go out for the weekend. So it's all in perspective, and it just. <laughs> or you could buy a track car and a boat and a and a jet, and then just all. really flush all your cash. You know, I mean, that's the way to really do and it. And by the way, by the way, Brad's Miata spec Miata is for sale. So if you're <laughs> listening in the Chicago area, he is a member here at the Audubon <laughs> Country Club, and I am definitely promoting his car for sale because. So now uh, it's a classified show. He wants show. to sell it. Perfect. Clearly. Excellent. Yeah. I still think that we should have people. I'm looking for this car, and somebody else is trying to get rid of this car, and they just trade. Trade pig slips. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping this that is our happens new, one This is day. our new service, yeah. So I'm, Seriously. <laughs> or just trader is the way it's actually going. Yeah, because it's just, it's just the pink slips. Okay, so <laughs> the, Brad is going to right consider car, your trade. Brad is now considering if trade. You, if you want to get into racing, this is the place to start. Brad will even go with you to show off the car. He will give you instruction and free laps. And Look at that. Even there you better. Go. Paul, right. you're practically auctioning this car off here. I'm a little frightened. <laughs> anyway, anything else? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anything else? Any nice. other questions from the room? All right, so we've got some Facebook questions. Yeah, we do. We've got a few people uh, from Australia, as a matter of fact, yeah, listening in. Saying they wish they right. were here. Uh, Jeremy Adair's written this question twice, so I'm going to answer it. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. He said, uh, unlimited budget for an everyday car one, car, one car, snowboard, mountain bike, camping. Obviously, he wants it to be fun. Give him a car to dream about, unlimited budget. He says, by the way, I'm 6'5". Hmm. We were doing okay, and then we threw in the 6'5". Got a little shakier, but I'm hmm. still going to say Ferrari FF. We're doing unlimited budget. Take that snowboarding. I want to see the bike rack on the top of that. Let's go camping. I'm uh, camping in the Ferrari FF. That's the one that wins. You pull into the car camping thing. Next you to the win. Home. Like, tree you know. stumps, rocks, roots, Ferrari, whatever. Hey, if it's unlimited budget, if that's really how we're dealing... I'm going to go with Sportsmobile because they can convert a Sprinter or an Econoline or a Chevy. You're going camping. You're going yes. to the beach. It's he's 6'5". I mean, a yeah. couple inches on us. And, uh, yeah, that's the do-it-all. It's You're going to have to buy Brad's Spec Miata, clearly, if you want to go racing. But to tow, You're going to tow it behind the Sportsmobile? There's yes. what you've done. So you've actually done two cars with set unlimited budget. Yes. But I see how you got there. Yes, yes because you've got dedicated uses. <laughs> And so you can tow right tool for the job. your spec Miata to it's the track. It's your six skis in the, stay on the rack. Stay in the sportsmobile. Yeah. You can just camp out here in the parking lot. I'm sure the members won't frown on that at all. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. And it'll be great with it. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's... Although I like your Ferrari FF. There's no other manufacturer that really does it at that luxury level, to be honest. Yeah, if we're talking no budget. Unless it's I mean, a Bentega. Is that how you pronounce it? Bentley's but new who, No, sorry. Uber. Nobody's buying that car to drive it for fun. Everybody's buying that car to drive it for fun. <laughs> no, different fun. It's just baller fun. It's not actually. And it's got the clock for sixty thousand dollars or yeah, something that you can. Because that's look necessary. At. You know what that does? It tells time. That's what that does. <laughs> it's insane. 
and doors only close, right? Yeah, but they do. Yes, until you have a ping that you need for the 911. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. What else? What else? Uh, let's see here. What else have we got on here? We got a lot of them. Uh, oh. Charlie, who's in Germany, we met him at the ring. He's mm -hmm. got that, that M3. He's asking, he's yes. saying that Tesla is dropping motors from their name. Do we think this is part of the master plan we've talked about where they're going to be an electric provider and not a car maker? Hey, I'm the one that brought that up originally. I'm going to say yes, I do think that's the case. Because I don't think you're making money on cars with Teslas. I don't think you are. No, I've never thought that to be the case. They're bleeding cash. Well, they yeah, continue to bleed cash. Government as cool as subsidized a bit. Yes. And uh, yeah, they are bleeding cash, but uh, I don't know. I. Uh, I, I'm still very much a fan of Tesla for as much as we kind of slag on them. You've probably heard plenty of podcasts where we've, I guess, slagged on them. But uh, We've given them plenty there's of nobody love, else, too. There's plenty nobody well. else in the business doing what they're doing. Absolutely. Everybody doing is kind of looking at them and comparing themselves, whatever they're doing, whether it's Ativa, Next EV, Faraday yeah. Future. Everybody's going, we're the next Karma. Tesla. You've got to be a brand is, first. Yeah. They're, comparing, they're looking at Tesla, and Tesla mm -hmm. has opened up their patents, said, bring it on. We are yeah. kind of well, it open it comes back source. to our discussion last time about the invisible Chevy Bolt. You know? Yeah, right. Here's Tesla. Right. Everybody knows about the Model 3 when it shows up eventually. And the Bolt is here and nobody knows it exists. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, maybe they can uh, you know, get into racing. Anybody ever seen a Tesla Roadster on track out here? I actually got to drive one once. And? I mean, you've got torque out of the out of the hole. I mean, yeah. He, had, he, was, he lived in Chicago, and he had like 60 miles on his on his meter, saying that's what he had left. And after about There's five, no five, five, five laps, it went down to 20 miles. So there's a problem. Right, yeah. right. There's one here now. There's Is a, there? There was a charging station. Right outside the door. Okay. Okay. There's, yeah, one, there's one. You know, for all the the, the, the Priuses. There are a couple of uh, a couple of members that have uh, Teslas. So okay, I was gonna say, but they don't track them, probably. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of waiting for that. The electric track experience. Oh, that's true. That's true. I did see that. I did see that. Well, we've got uh, a couple of listeners in Australia. I think more than two, as a matter of fact. And uh, one of them, Peter, has suggested that we have got to come to Australia and drive their own version of the Nurburgring, which is Bathurst. Bathurst, yeah. Anybody yeah, it's ever nuts. been there? Any Aussies? Any Australians? Anybody ever been there? We would love to go, and uh, Andrew is in Melbourne, so we got to get down there. Down sure. To, uh, Again, that's on our list of unlimited budget. We'll I mean, get, if we're doing we'll go this, there in the Gulf Stream. We're going to Europe, yeah. and then we've got to. And then we'll fly the Sikorsky around the outback. It's gonna be awesome. Be yeah, it's, it's easy. It's exactly. happening next week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, so we got some other questions here, but I'm gonna go back to the room. Anybody else in the room have a question they want to throw out? Yeah. Yes, sir. I got myself a E60 535. Loved it. Engine blew up, so that's gone now. And uh, I know you guys always recommend Miatas. It seems to be super recommended. Would I? Would it be? <laughs> You've noticed a trend already in this podcast. Well done, sir. Well done. Wondering how much of a difference in power that would be like on street driving. I realize on the track Miatas can keep up, but would I? Would it be terrible on the street? Well, I mean, we're we're here in Chicago, which reminds me, uh, street grid wise, of Texas, which is. You know, we go a grid this way, and then we go a grid that way. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. That gets frustrating when you have low power. I mean, for example, one of the things I love about owning an FRS is the fact that I don't care that I'm not that high power because look at me hanging on at 80 miles an hour around the corner on the freeway, and everybody else is going way back. You know, mm -hmm. I got to 80 two minutes after they did, but I will stay there longer. So that's the thing. If, if every, all the driving you're doing is going to be like that blast stuff, you're going to kind of wish that car was more powerful. However, it's going to be a lot more engaging. 
So it's going to kind of be what's the driving experience you want. And I would say to you, I know we say it all the time, I would say to you go drive one and see if you can get, find a buddy that's got one. Our friend Brad is selling a spec one, which is not what you want for the street, <laughs> but I keep coming back to that anyway. But no, see if you can get one, even if you have to rent it, see if you can get one for a weekend and do the driving you normally would do and the driving you normally wouldn't do that would also be fun driving because that car is going to be so different. Can you drive stick? Excellent. There you go. So that car's <laughs> going to be one. so exactly. car's going to be so different that you're going to know, I think, pretty quickly if you want one or not. We had a guy for the show a while back that was coming out of muscle cars, and he was asking about light cars. He ended up renting three or four things and actually bought a Miata. But he did it after taking like a full weekend test drive, where he tried his commute and then he went and drove some road he'd never done that was awesome. He was like, "Oh, I'm buying this car." So you're going to figure out how you're going to use it too. I will say that also that the speed that you used to see mundane in your 5 Series will all of a sudden seem very quick in a Miata. Yeah. Because you're mm -hmm. so much lower, it's so much yeah. lighter, it's so much more responsive. Because like you got to hit triple digits in a, in a mid-sized car to all of a sudden feel like you're actually kind of on the, or you know, kind of moving around a little bit. But a Miata at 40 seems way more exciting than a BMW at 85. And to your point, both Bob and Ken are with Laps Incorporated here at Autobahn, and they have told us and told the entire group, hey, if you, there, there might be a spec Miata coming up faster this is not, you know, we've got to control our egos and that kind of thing, but they, they might be coming up hot because they're getting used to the car, they know the car, and, and that's a great point. I, I've heard of stories where, uh, who, who owns the, uh, the wagon? Is that you? It was a similar uh, 5 Series wagon that uh, some instructor was doing hot laps out at Willow and just keeping his speed and just blowing by everybody in a perfectly stocked BMW wagon, 5 Series wagon, and... Yeah, the, the best thing you can add to your car is driving skill. It isn't parts. It's start with get in with an instructor out here and get your rear end here to the track and just start doing it because that's the best upgrade that you can start with. I've got an old uh, 911 SC that's pumping about 250 horse. Are you selling it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's approximately one second faster around this track than my Miata is. Huh. What a great point. See, there you go. I mean, it's, yes, it's about your skill level and all that kind of stuff, but the Miata can hang on to speed like crazy. So there's a reason everybody loves them, and there's so many here. There's, there's a reason. But even the FRS, by modern standards, is it's a slow car. But, I mean, we have a buddy, actually, our 50 Years 911 film, the guy that loaned us his 87 SC. It's really surprising, 87 Carrera, sorry. Mm -hmm. It's really surprising to take both those cars out on the weekend because that Carrera, you think, 911, it's super fast. The FRS is running with that car all day long, you know, and they actually feel pretty similar because as cars have gotten more and more modern and more and more safe and big, they become less organic. That 911 is like, oh, here's organic, and there's those rare cars, Miata's one, FRS is one, that are still organic, and part of that's the weight. So that's the big change you're going to feel for sure. This discussion also ties into a question on Facebook from Nikki Six Squires who asks us, are there plans to get a hold of a Fiat 124 Spider anytime soon? Yes, but it's got to be in a BART, because that's yeah. a different engine. Yeah. I want to get into that car, and as a matter of fact, from what I've read, you get track time with the purchase of that car, so that interests me. I'm wondering if FCA would like to uh, <clears throat> throw us a Fiat 124 a BART. And track time. Yeah, sure. Along with the track well time. Ask, right? Hey, yeah. I'm a customer. I'm already an FCA customer, so, you, you know. You, did, you didn't buy that car specifically, I didn't buy but I took your car, point. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. you know, maybe they could uh, throw that to us. But I'm curious to know the differences, because you probably saw our comparison of all four generations of the Miata. However, that's a different car. I mean, same interior as the new ND car, but... Exact 
Same interior. Well, Alcantara, sprinkled liberally. <laughs> it's got a Fiat badge. It That's does. pretty much the, like, I'm done. Al I did it. Although, I did hear that it kind of started life and started project as an Alfa Romeo, but they went with Fiat. And it should have been an Alfa. I think so, too. It I keep been thinking it's the Alfa 120. Nope, it's a Fiat. That's right. i got to keep reminding myself of that. But That car next to the 4C in the lineup, that starts to make that's a linear. That starts to really there. be enthusiast driving car. Then you add the Julia. I mean, now you've got a car line. As long as their electronics keep working and they don't go out like they did in my Jeep. <clears throat> yeah, well, there Still is that too. About that. Yeah, I know. Trust me, I have heard. I've heard the whole Jeep and the electronics thing. That yeah. Everybody else has heard. Yeah, I know. Aware. I know. Mm -hmm. I just had to stick it one more time just to make sure that they're listening. Anyway. Two, okay, two minutes ago, you were asking <laughs> FCA for a track day for free. Now you're talking about how you don't like your Jeep. These. These connect, just so I you know. I kind of feel like the they can, you know, that. throw us a bone over here. Okay. And throw right. us a All little right. bit of help. But, uh, yes, Nikki, there are uh, a lot of plans. I keep talking about the Julia. I really want to get into that car. Gosh, uh, we're just doing this uh, the weekend after Monterey and Pebble Beach weekend. From what we understand, a lot of press cars went out there for that Always. weekend. Always. Uh, what's the car show? What's the major car show that is around here? Is it the Chicago Auto Show? Is it coming to the track here? What's the big one like Pebble Beach, Monterey, that one on the West Coast, Amelia Island? Uh, what else? What else? I want to do that 124 with the Mazda RF. The Miata yeah. RF. That's the one I really Which want to get Which is the in. Miata with a different top. Yes. And See that's if I can it. fit. Yeah, because I, I don't think I'm going to fit. I but really, just... really want to fit in that car. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't have Yeah, it would hope. destroy the lines. It would yeah. destroy the lines. What with what with my big head in the middle? That's what destroys the lines. Yep. Yeah, I get that. Okay, yep. I take your point. Exactly, exactly. Pick a little helmet bubble. It'll be fine. It's going to look great. That, that's bound to be what they were thinking. We should probably wrap this up unless we've got any other questions that. Uh, we yeah, any other questions? We didn't even cover a car debate this time. Oh, we didn't. We didn't. We will do one the next time. We've got uh, car debates continuing to pour in. If Thank you, you have your own, we would love to do it live sometime. But if you have your own and you are considering something. Everyday Driver TV at Gmail or the website. You can write to us, mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully it's not a WRX because uh, you know what we'll say. Yeah. Well, no. Hopefully it's not. I have twenty-five thousand dollars and I want a brand new four-door all-wheel exactly. drive. Exactly. Exactly. Just say, get it. It's WRX. a great car. Moving on. It's yep. a great car. No. Uh, yeah. If you've got your own car debate, or what's fun is if you're debating for your wife, a spouse, a friend, anything like that, it makes for a fun story for us to tell as well. Yeah, we're actually getting a good number of those. We, we will continue to get much more, thank you, much more uh, just volume of car debates than we can ever handle even with two podcasts a week. Yeah. So thank yeah. you for sending them in. If you sent one in, we promise we did get it. We promise we did read it. I cannot promise you we will cover it because the volume is enormous. But thank yeah, you for that. Has been. Please keep sharing and We've rating the podcast. We, we have, and it's great. And we keep asking for Facebook questions. Yep. We're getting great yep. ones. Keep uh, sharing and rating the podcast. We are consistently in the top five of automotive podcasts, which is kind of shocking, but awesome. You know what we can't really talk well. about anymore is the upcoming Chicago track day. We can't talk about We can We've talk about just, just, strike just that for off the fun in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk about the track day we just did just to hit Chicago again. Yes, yeah. yes. So thank you all for coming. We've got a huge audience here in attendance live. Question, last question. Are you guys Excellent question. Ooh, You're wondering if we're going ooh. to do more, many more of That's these. That's something we have not decided. The question well, is if we've decided to make this an annual thing. Yes, yes. I mean, the, the, short, the short answer to your question is we want to do a lot of these track days all around the nation. We would like to partner with different uh, 
groups like Laughs Incorporated, but elsewhere. We've got one we've, ta we've talked about in uh, California already. I'd love to go to Laguna Seca with a bunch of people. We'd like to do track days all over. The hard part is going to be, do people want to travel to those? Then back to your question, do we want to come back here? This facility is awesome, so why not? Beautiful. But it's going to be something where this, this track day and the pilgrimage trip coming up in why did we plan it that close? The pilgrimage trip coming up. We keep seeing those, we. Yeah, you're, it's you're like right. the royal there, we. There's not a whole lot of we there. Yeah, there was a whole <laughs> lot. We'll be wrong. We'll just never. Define we. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Trust Shh. me, it's going to be great. Now I'm going, <laughs> what have I done? But anyway, hopefully we'll be spacing those out better. And we'll, this is the first of both of those ideas. We'll be doing lots more of both, both big trips and small track days. Well, we can continue the conversation about Chicago Track Day in one more way, and that is through <laughs> Sean at Laps Incorporated has generously given all of our podcast listeners and viewers every day, use the Everyday Driver code every day, and you can come to any of the future track That's days true. That's true. for the same price. So he has generously done that for the entire listening audience, all of you. Well, Hopefully you were able to take advantage of you're that. You're bringing up a good point, and that is one of the other reasons we want to partner with people in all these locations is we're dropping it out of the sky like we did it for this event. But yeah, right. we want to walk away and have you guys keep coming back. And so we want to partner with a group that's going to keep setting up track days so you know the group, you know how it's run, they know you, you can keep coming. So that's why we're excited to work with Sean on this one, and hopefully we'll find a similar group elsewhere so that we can just kind of drop in, play track day, do a podcast, and leave. Apparently that's our new thing. It's been a huge amount of fun. So thank you all for listening, for watching. Until next time, we thank you so much. And uh, Pilgrimage Track Day is next. I know. Yikes. I <laughs> thank you all. Cheers. Cheers.